This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my company, Hornswording. Now, over the last couple of weeks, we've made some exciting new changes to our mead range, and in particular, our Yorkshire mead. So what we've done is we've completely rebranded, relabeled, and we've also added a couple of new flavours. Now, before I tell you about the new flavours, I want to tell you a little bit about the mead production, because this stuff is really something special. It's made at a micro meadery just on the outskirts of York, and it's run by a fellow called Pete Allenson, and this guy does everything himself. He keeps the bees, he sustainably harvests the honey from his own bees, he then ferments the honey to make the mead, he bottles the mead, he labels the mead, he sends it out to us, I mean this guy does everything and, and mead is what he does and that's part of why I think this stuff is so amazing because it has such a short journey from production to bottling to end user um, and I think it really is a special product. So we have our three traditional ones that you might have seen on the website before which are mead of Serenos, our mead of Brigid and our mead of Morrigan. The Morrigan is an elderberry, the Serenos is a heather honey and the mead of Brigid is a traditional. Now on top of that, what we've done is we've added a spice mead, which is Surtur's mead. We have Loki's Curse, which is a pineapple and coconut mead. And then we also have Tia's Sacrifice, which is a whiskey and cherry mead. And I mean, that stuff is absolutely beautiful. All these meads are available in 75 cl bottles and a 25 cl bottle, so you can sort of pick your size. On the website, we also pair it in a gift set where you get a 25 cl bottle and a small drinking horn. Perfect for gifting or a little treat for yourself even. Even if you don't like mead, just it's worth going and looking at this stuff just for the artwork and for the bottles. Saxon Storyteller has done the artwork and I mean, he's absolutely nailed it with these. The, the labels look beautiful and I'm really proud of it. I'm sure you can tell. So just pop over to the website, hornsofodin.com. You get 10% off for listening to the show with the discount code HORNS10. So you should pop that in at checkout so you're going to get 10% off your order, Horns 10, and honestly, just try this stuff out. It really is, I think, the best mead available. Right, let's jump into the show. Hello and welcome to the Nordic Mythology Podcast. I'm Daniel Farron, corner of the company Horns Voting. I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Matthias Nordvig. Hello. We are joined today by two very special guests. First of all, we have the honorable comedian, Shay Doser, as you go by on Hi, Instagram. <laughs> Shane Smith. Um, if you have not heard his podcast and, or gone to his shows, you definitely will need to. Attending one of your um, public shows is definitely on my bucket list. As soon as you're in my area, you will see me somewhere in the audience. <laughs> and the other guest that we have with us today is Ed Gamester. Ed is a... Uh... <laughs> what are you, Ed? Go what on. do you do? <laughs> Go on. Go on. He's a wrestler. A strong He's a man. wrestler. Um, yeah, sword fighter yeah. on you know in movies and stuff like that, right? That's the movies cool. that you've seen, yeah, all those movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and currently, where are you in a shack somewhere? I'm in a, I'm in a shack this time. <laughs> Thought I'd mix it up for being in a van, being outside in a field. This time it was shack time. <laughs> sounds like a basketball thing, but it's not. Uh, sounds like you're continually yeah. upgrading. Social mobility where you are. Totally. Yeah, for sure. It's not because of I've been hustling. It'll be two or three years and I might get to house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, maybe not a house. Maybe I think you'd only give the house up anyway to go and live in the field again. Yeah, I'd rent it out at a great, great price and then use that money to live in a field, but a much better field with a horse. <laughs> well, there you go. For anybody, anybody listening who hasn't listened to Ed on the show before, it's likely that the show will be pretty chaotic. Um, you know, we've had some quite scholarly heavy episodes lately with Martin Findell and Terry Gunnell. And as awesome they are, we like to try and have a little bit of fun sometimes. Again, with the last episode we did with Shane, when we looked at Loki, it's just good fun. It's a laugh. You learn a little bit, but you'll tend to... Probably Ed will just lead us all in some weird, strange directions, but it will be a good fun time. For, I don't load the bases, man. I have no idea. I have no idea what's oh, no, going to happen today. No one does. It's the, oh. It could be I nice mean, we, and, we, we and have, I could have learned something. But we do have one plan, and that is, of course, to read from the Hawamau. Um, you know, get a sense of what Odin thinks about the world and and what we should do with it. And of course, um, getting your commentaries here. I think last time we left off with sort of the conclusion that throughout this poem, Odin just gets progressively drunker and drunker, right? At least that's what I'm hinging my whole new brand on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think actually I'll stake my scholarly reputation on that one. Oh. Um, and um, yeah, and see that, where we can take that in the future. That's a quote for the brand right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be my tagline. That which Matthias' scholarly reputation is hinged upon. <laughs> Very I mean, catchy. That you, you are you, you're edging this Matthias' scholarly reputation holds much weight. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's that's another that's another issue that we can perhaps debate another time. <laughs> it relatively is a heavyweight, no matter what, because I don't have any scholarly reputation over here. <laughs> How's your scholarly reputation, Shane? Oh, is it's it... it's it's horrific. So, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Last time you were on, you 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 know a little bit. I don't think you do yourself justice. You do. I, I listen to the. Uh, I I know one or two things. You know, I don't. I spend my time doing things that don't. Like I'm trying to learn Elvish right now, so I don't know. That's so That's unhelpful. Pretty scholarly, I would I say. I gave up learning Spanish, which I need <laughs> to learn Elvish, which no one has ever needed. So, oh, oh that's not true. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, nerd weddings out there that would absolutely lose their mind if you could turn up and do the ceremony in actual <laughs> Elvish. I have never right. thought of that. You're right. I could officiate <laughs> weddings in Elvish. Boom. That would be incredible. I'll buy a set of ears. They'll pay for themselves almost immediately. Yep, oh, and course. then 20% goes to Ed for Kevin. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But yeah, That's... I have no, no scholarly exploits over here. I dropped out of middle school to chop wood, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, there's no child hey, hey. labor laws in the Western United States, you guys. Someone should do something about that. I mean, if if it's any consolation, I failed uh, ninth grade, so so there you go. Oh, okay, cool, dude. Did you have to reset yeah. it. Yeah. No, well, I so well the Danish system. Ninth grade is the is a grade that ends uh, your public school, right? So basically, oh. failed public school, and then I had to take tenth grade. Uh, to actually be able to go to high school. Of course. So, uh, if you fail ninth grade, the obvious progression is that you then do 10th grade. Well, 10th <laughs> yeah, grade, grade is in, in, in Denmark. It's like, you know, for everybody who failed ninth grade. Oh. It's, it's so oh, in the United States, you can, uh, you can do a thing where on the last year of high school, if you fail it, you can become a super senior. 
and they'll yes. allow you to stay in yes. school for one extra year. So they'll just be like one old kid, <laughs> uh, like a grown man uh, yeah. in high school. And you'll be like, why are you here? And that's, everyone makes fun of that's him. That's Kearney. Oh. That's Kearney from The Simpsons, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, so I, I was Kearney for a while. <laughs> that's a tough one. I think in the UK, you don't really fail years. I think you just automatically no. go through to the next one no matter what as long as you turn no. it yeah we oh, load it we load it where you you pretty much get through everything um by default but then if you fail one of the two big ones then you're out for good <laughs> yeah. i love the i love the idea of being in the uk and they're like he doesn't know math he doesn't know math well crack on you just get put in a lower class with oh, okay. people That's at cool. your level and you just Keep on moving forward, you know. Yeah. Keep on carry on. The old British saying. I was like an excessively good reader. So they accelerated me through my schooling, but basically on the same thing. And Shane, like you said, I couldn't do maths at all. I didn't understand numbers, can't read them, but they accelerated me anyway. So I kind of got to the end just being, you know, decent with reading and writing, but otherwise just useless as a human. Um, <laughs> That's very funny. That's funny. That exact same thing happened to me as a child. I read, I read it basically. I read like Moby Dick on a bridge when I was eleven years old, oh, wow, and they were like, "Wow, he's a genius!" And I was like, "I can't do long division." And they're like, "Don't worry about that. I can't do division." Oh, I was awful at everything apart from PE. <laughs> oh, in history, I did quite well at history, and that's. I was awful. I mean, English was the worst one. I was okay at maths, I guess. P and history is a strong combination. Oh, yeah. If you want to be like a medieval fighter, maybe. If you yeah. want to be doing exactly this podcast. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know where the PE comes in. I don't know where the PE comes into it, but... So you look good on the camera. It's important. You it want Odin to notice you, don't you? Well, if I want to go to Valhalla, I guess that's that's it. There you go. That's the only way, <laughs> PE. <laughs> should, we, yeah. should we jump into Havamal? Okay. Have you ever... Read Havamal before? Um, I'm aware of it, and I think I've read some stuff, but I've never sat down and been like, I'm going to read this. Mm -hmm. Mateus, do you want to give true. a quick overview of what Havamal is, I guess? Um, yes. For anybody who's yeah. joining in on this episode, obviously, for anybody who is just listening to this episode, there are two previous ones with, with Ed where we go through the first 101 stanzas, I think. If you enjoy this one... Um, you can go back and listen to those two. They are they're worth it for me. I think they're they're good. This is how Ed propelled to fan favorite. I think at this point, everyone how always I propelled asks. to third episode status. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So Mateus, do you want to give a quick rundown of, of what Havamal is? Yes. Okay. So Havamal is um, you know the the, the the title itself means the speech of the high one, and and that's presumably somebody uh, who is you know, right. elevated in status and not just, you know, doped up. But um, there is something to indicate that we're, we're also <laughs> getting into the territory of, uh, of at least somewhat incapacitated um, because uh, the speaker is presumably Odin. Uh, we understand that from uh, different references to myths that uh, Odin is the... Uh, um, um, the primary figure in and uh, um, he, uh, our speaker is telling us that he uh, went and uh, stole the meat of poetry from the giants and copulated with Gunlöth and all that stuff. And so that's a pretty strong hint that it, it's probably Odin. 
Um, and um, the first, the first uh, 180 something stances are all these like boring life rules about how you shouldn't get into fights and <laughs> you should not get too drunk. And... Way to sell the other two episodes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the first stances is boring bullshit. Don't even bother. Oh, it's terrible. Well, that's why we have you on. Hey, you want to make the law fascinating? You call up Ed. He'll drink something and fall over. There you go. Um, and then after, you know, these 80-something stances, that's when we get into the mythology with Odin, like, starts getting like, weird about uh, women and men and referencing um, different myths that have to do with the relationships between men and women. And... Um, you t sort of get the feeling that Odin um, is whining a little here about, you know, how he got burned. Um, and, um, and then eventually, um, after having recounted this story of the, the meat of poetry with Gundel and all that stuff, um, that's when Odin then uh, gets up on the throne and starts going really bananas with magic talk. <laughs> and that's that's where we're at at this point we're we're, we're getting into all the magic and um do you want me to just uh begin reading and then then we can take it from there uh, i think so so Let's can we all happens. agree that at this point in proceedings odin has drunk so much he's leaped up upon his own throne or the table and is now just like laying down the law oh absolutely that's how i've always read it yeah absolutely he's, he's like up on a table and then he goes, it is time to declaim from the sages I see. You can hear how, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's how I start most days. I leap out of bed just like that. <laughs> it is time to speak from the wise man's chair. Listen up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you do your thing. <laughs> At Urdus Spring, so that's that's the, the well of destiny, right? So this is very this is potent shit. Okay, I saw and was silent. I saw and I considered. I heard the speech of men. I heard talk of runes, nor were they silent about interpretation at the High One's Hall. In the High One's Hall, thus I heard them speak. I advise you, Lepfabnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. I'm going to step in immediately to point out that it will not be useful. <laughs> if I've learned one thing, that when Odin says he's going to give you some good advice, it's just terrible advice. He's like, don't eat rotten vegetables. It's terrible. So just I'm going to just say that now so that I'm proved right in the coming 80 stanzas. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Um, so don't get up at night, except if you're on watch or if you need to visit somewhere outside, i.e. take a piss. <laughs> I don't think that's bad advice. I mean, it's it's who needs this advice. From the I, yeah, I mean that's you obvious advice. I'm like, hey, you guys got to stop pissing the bed. This is crazy <laughs> that you guys keep doing it. Exactly. You got to do a law about it now. I mean, yeah, people advice. Yeah. And that's rule one as well. Rule Ooh. one is look right you from get the up and Go outside. If you he jumps to. up on the table to be like, hey, listen to me. You want to listen up right now, you idiots? You want to learn something? You want to know something important? Don't fuck it. You know, get up unless you need to have a piss. <laughs> you ever think Odin. that some of these laws are like you know how people subtweet each other or like they'll say 
they'll be they'll go on Facebook or whatever, and they'll be like, "Listen, everyone, people have to stop peeing the bed." But <laughs> what they really mean is they're talking about their husband, who's the only person oh. they know who's done that. But they're saying it to everybody so as to diffuse mm-hmm. the. I think maybe Odin's saying. He's, there's one guy in the hall and he's like, you have to stop pissing your bed, Jerry. But he's like saying it to everyone else and everyone else is like, is this a problem you have? Like, what is with this? I love that. Maybe each verse is aimed at a different person. <laughs> okay, let's see just... if we can mail, mail who is, is this aimed at. All right, so All right. the next one is, I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. In a witch's arms, you should never sleep, so she encloses you with her limbs. That's bad advice. Right? The yeah. best. I'm like, what the when fuck? witches enclose you with their limbs, that's the coolest shit. Yeah, right. categorically the best thing that can happen to you. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again... So we've decided- <laughs> 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 it's, it's just wait to the drunk Odin. The man he's, he's saying just falsehoods now. <laughs> so we're two in, and neither yes. of them have hit the mark. I guess. No. No. Well, I mean, the first one is good advice. It just seems specific. I mean, it's yeah, advice, sort of irrelevant. Well, well, so we did conclude that uh, you know Odin was all about oh oh this chick over here didn't want to bang me, so now I'm pissed off. Blah blah blah. And uh, I think here comes. This is what this is about, because here comes the second stanza. She'll bring it about that you won't care about the assembly or the king's business. You won't want food, nor the society of people sorrowful. You'll go to sleep, right? So what he's basically saying here is like, if you do this, you'll get hooked. And then at some point, she'll dump you. And now I'm sitting over here in a corner whining. Right, that's really oh. it. Really does feel like he's self-reporting. He's like, "Hey, I pissed the bed, and she left me." So, <laughs> yeah, it could be that. You guys have to watch out for this. It will happen to you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. that, it's that friend you have that's always like, "Oh, don't you know? You don't want to get married. You don't want a girlfriend because it's so much better being single and to try and bleed you away from it." Yep. Yeah, you stop caring about the council. I mean, who needs that? No one wants that. Imagine that. Right. You get with you get with someone, all of a sudden you're tangled in limbs, and you're no longer thinking about the council. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like what, what a terrible life. What a terrible yes. life. <laughs> okay, I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. Never entice another's wife to you as a close confidant. Good well. advice. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way we all we all just stopped and looked at each other, like who's gonna say something first? <laughs> it's like a game of chicken. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look, that's, I mean, that's not so bad. No, it's good advice. No, Maybe it's good you advice. got caught out for that, and that's where the other ones came from. I just oh, don't yeah. feel like you need to jump on top of your golden throne to tell people that. I feel like it's sort of self-evident, but you know, yeah. that is. He's jumped on his throne, just be like, don't wet the bed or sleep with witches or indeed any of other women other than your mm-hmm. wife. Like this, I feel this is going to go on for some time, though, right? He's just going to slowly witter <laughs> on and on. Going to reiterate. Yeah, Odin does love to reiterate and indeed contradict. 
himself. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he keeps repeating himself in, in, in the beginning of every stanza, right? He says, I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. Do we um, know what that sounds like in the original language? Because maybe it's super, like, poetic. Yeah, I was well, going to say, it good. sounds like he's singing. Yeah. Well, I mean, th this is part of the mnemonic tools of the the text right so basically to make it more memorable mm -hmm. we have these um uh, uh, repetitions and it goes in the old right so not musical at all <laughs> not at all <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's certain uh, rhyming princi principle to it uh, in, in alliteration. Uh, to be uh, fair, it does sound like he's leaped up and just thrown up over everybody. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> okay, so, so, so he says in this one, on mountain or fjord, should you feel like traveling, make sure you've enough food along. Oh, well, I mean... Good advice. <laughs> We've got to bring you guys. I don't think we don't, can argue with that one. No. Don't piss the bed. Don't sleep with witches or other people's wives and pack a sandwich. I mean, <laughs> you can see why he's the god of wisdom, though, right? <laughs> the bar is incredibly low. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine what the people are actually like if this is the advice that? Yeah. Oh, bring food when you go outside. <laughs> just people come back starving from week-long expeditions. Like, oh, we didn't pack any food, dudes. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. You should have been in the hall of Lord Fafnir and listened to the advice. Told you I mean, about that, that is a good point. Um, yeah. How wise is this god of wisdom, actually? I mean, how, oh, yeah. how wise is the community as well, I think, is the... Well, I mean, that in turn then begs the question, how wise are people who nowadays definitely know that packing a sandwich when you go somewhere is a good idea? Oh, I mean, you must I have known. You must have known right. back then, sure. Right. <laughs> it's a I'm staple thing. I'm going away for a week, lads. I, I assume I won't need to eat or drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were so used to like hunting and bashing things to eat that uh, that he was like, sometimes friends, you'll go away to the mountains and there'll be nothing to bash and eat. So pack some pre-bashed fish. Yeah, historically, people do just leave without food all the time. I mean, the children's crusade exists. They were just like, get out there. Go ahead. You know what? Let's get a bunch. Let's just get a couple hundred kids and walk to Jerusalem. That's a good point. That is a good point. So I do feel like maybe people did need this advice back then. Yeah. Yeah. Did the kids know though? I didn't feel. I don't feel like the kids knew that's what they were doing. I feel like they were enticed with something else. You know what? A lot of people like to make to make excuses for these kids. I say. <laughs> I say, fuck them kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. They with knew that exactly what they were fucking... doing. They were very confident. And, uh, you know, those little, the, those of little, of course drugs. they were. Yeah, I was see. confident in doing, I once attacked a tree as a child. <laughs> I was going to kill it and conquer it and make it my home. 
you know, so much sense. I feel like the Crusades is, is is a short cry from that. I'll say it sounds like you were defeated by the tree. <laughs> well, I, I conquered it. I climbed right up into it and I did a celebration dance, <clears throat> but I fell out the tree and landed on my head. <laughs> and now I'm on the Nordic Mythology podcast. So you go figure who won that altercation. You know, I could tree. explain that. I don't see the tree on the podcast, I'll say that. <laughs> okay, so I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? <laughs> Shit, now I'm thinking about how it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Never let a wicked man know of any misfortune you suffer. For from a wicked man, you will never get a good uh, thought in return. All right. That's fair enough, yeah. That is more advice. The plot keeps going as as he's like, I had sex with a witch that was married to another guy. I peed the bed. I told someone (laughs) this happened because I was embarrassed. They made fun of me. I hate it. Probably the best interpretation. He he left home without food. Yeah. Also, on the way here, I was very hungry. (laughs) And we got to talk about this. Yes. No, I, I like this. This this is this is good. I saw a man terribly wounded by a wicked woman's words, a malicious tongue brought about his death, and by no means through proven guilt. There you go. I think I think that pretty much hits home with what you're saying, Shane. Like that, yeah. that perfectly, yes. It'd be like me being like, man, what's with everyone in my apartment having face tattoos? I see that guy all the time. You know, and it's like, are you talking about yourself right now? Are you talking about you? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I do this quite regularly. I go on Instagram and just be like, God damn it. Why why are you why are people spending all their money on junk? <laughs> like idiots. Why would you do this? Obviously, it's me. It's me. I'm the one spending the money on the junk. This is why I'm impoverished and living in this shed. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. All of your precious junk. Ooh. It is full of junk, though. Check it out. It's great. Please stop talking about precious junk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. You know, if you have a friend, one whom you trust well, go to see him often. For brushwood grows and tall grass on the road which no man treads. So is this gardening advice at this point? No, it's just friendly advice. That's basically saying if you don't maintain your relationships, you grow apart and it becomes more difficult to maintain them. Exactly. And you end up sleeping with their wife. That makes sense. Yeah. That's actually a legitimately good advice here. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I advise Hold you, Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. Draw to you a good man in friendly intimacy and learn healthful charms all your life. I like that one. That's my favorite one so far. Given um, that every single stanza, he starts with being like, listen to me, you need to know this, take this advice, and thus far, it's been nonsense. It, like, it has been. Don't yeah. piss the bed, sleep with witches, blah, blah, blah. But now he's suddenly been like, if you have friends, fucking make time to see them, or believe me, the gardens will overgrow. And also, spend your time learning shit, like, day in and day out. Don't just, you know, hover around being lame. I think <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's getting, he's getting better. 
Yeah. Jesus, what did it take? 121 stanzas, and we finally well, got a good piece of advice up. from the God of Wisdom. <laughs> he was warming up <laughs> for three days, standing on his golden throne, bitching about ham. And no, he just got to the golden throne. Before that, he was just like, I don't know, lying on the floor or, or, or something. <laughs> I think he took all his clothes off at one point and gave them to a tree. He did. I mean, he may have gone to battle with a tree. He mm. might be naked right Who now hasn't. on that golden throne, just FYI. Oh, okay. Well, this <laughs> advice is for the boys, so that would make sense. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> okay, I advise you, Ludfap, you take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. With your friend, never be the first to tear fine friendship asunder. Sorrow eats the heart if you don't have someone to whom to tell all your thoughts. I feel like wow. he's upset somebody, and it could be the the wife thing. But he's he's broken a friendship, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, that's exactly up. what Shane's been saying, right? The dude is making a confession about what yes. he's done, and we now realize the reason is because he has no one else to tell it to because he has no friends on account of. <laughs> well, he had sex with his road. his friend's wife, clearly, mm-hmm. and now he he's ruined his relationship with his friend. And so he's, he's like, like, I don't have anyone to tell this problem to because obviously <laughs> I betrayed them. So he's standing in the middle of the room, <laughs> butt naked on, on a chair. Yeah. Like, I shall tell everyone just uh, how much of a fool I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, so, he might be trying to rename him. This poem should be the, the confession of the high one, not the same. Yes. Is this like Usher, part three? <laughs> what? No. Straight over my head, I'm so sorry. Uh, you guys must have listened to Usher Confessions. If you haven't, then you then you need you to. You can see us with your eyes. <laughs> Why would you say that? Shane, you were the one that I looked at as well. I, was, I know. I, no, no Usher. I, I edged all my bets on you right then. I didn't even look at the other two screens. I was I was eyeballing you. I was like, Chad, get me out of this, please. No, no, man. This is you're at home listening to Usher's confess. I must confess, I've never listened to Usher. No, but that I, we are I talking about that R and B singer. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I okay. don't listen yeah. to Usher, but that one everybody knows that well, one. Song. I mean, he got caught cheating. He got her pregnant, and then made a song about it. Uh, that's I, an entire genre, as far as I'm aware. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm country music on. also. Yeah, mm. I'm going to send you the song, all three of you, after this. Oh, do not get it. <laughs> do not do that. Okay, I'll be very unhappy. I advise you, Lotfahnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? You should never bandy words with a stupid fool, for from a wicked man you will never get a good return. But a good man will make you assured of favor through his. Praise. I feel like he's he's trying to make amends now for, for what he's done. He's gonna try and say how shitty of a person he is to fix everything. I, I don't know. It's kind of ambiguous. Right? Okay, so don't don't bandy words with the stupid fool. Yeah, don't don't get into arguments with idiots. That's that's okay. that makes sense. But but then he goes for from a wicked man, you'll never get a good return. Okay, so if you if you talk to an idiot. He's directing awesome. this directly at Dan Ferrand and his Facebook. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. He's reached right out of history to slap you right around the face. So he's a time traveler as well now. 
Yeah, don't be Dan on Facebook. Well, <laughs> of course he, he is. would be a next driver. dimensional being, right? So he could see in the fourth dimension. So to own mean... time, time is is one and all, and and uh, doesn't exist in a linear fashion. I mean, I, I feel special now. That's yeah. why they know that Ragnarok will happen, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. He's in the fourth that. dimension, everyone. So he is <laughs> talking directly to us. Well. I think we've established he's super high and drunk, so I imagine at this point he would be in the fourth dimension anyway. I know I go to the fourth dimension once I reach this particular stage of intoxication. I am well well familiar with the fourth dimension myself. Matthias, <laughs> can, Matthias can you do like a, a an edit of the Havamal as you read it? So instead of I counsel you, Lord Fafnir, it's uh, I counsel you, Dan, around. I was actually <laughs> just going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, that would be great, because I think, the, the Shane, when we started off on this epic voyage, our plan was to try and take the uh, the timeless advice of the Havamal and apply it to the modern-day human being. Okay. Uh, I, we forgot that. Primarily, I forgot that. Um, yeah. Constantly. So, 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 so now, so, so, we so, can just... So, I just realized, how many fucking shoes do you have, Shane? Oh, <laughs> I enjoy shoes. I have a lot of shoes. And I wow, said, "Oh, that's a lot of shoes." Yeah. It is a lot of shoes. <laughs> yeah. He's never listened to Usher. I don't believe it. He's uh, he's plenty cool for the podcast. Shall, shall we? Uh, shall we see what the next advice is about? Yes. Hopefully, I it's guess. not shoe related. I'll be devastated. <laughs> oh, I hope it is. <laughs> there, there are some shoe related references. This advice safe to yourself. Never have more than three pairs of shoes, or you'll become <laughs> a laughing stock. Okay, so I advise you, Dan Ferrand, to take <laughs> this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? Not three quarrelsome words should you bandy with an inferior. Often the better retreats when the worst man fights. That probably is directed at me as well. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a fair one. Yeah. Not three words, Dan. Imagine a Facebook comment that's just three words. Limit yourself to three from now on and say that it's from Odin's own advice. Oh, fuck That will off. get you so much. Well, yeah, unfortunately, that still works. I'm pretty sure Odin has given this, this advice. This must be the fourth or fifth time he's told us this. In, in this in one poem, in this one yeah. poem, yeah, in a different it's, way, he it's like every thirty verses. He's like, also, don't talk to stupid people. Don't That's talk too much. Don't yeah, talk too yeah. much. Don't talk at all. And then he says at one point, like, oh, better to everyone to think you're smart than open your mouth and prove that you're not. He he has said this so many times. That's one for me, I think. Okay, yeah. so um, I advise Sorry. you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. If we, no, actually, I advise you, Shane Smith. To take this advice, oh. it would be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? Be neither a shoemaker nor a shaft maker for anyone oh. but yourself. If the shoe is badly fitting or if the shaft be crooked, then curses are called down on you. <laughs> Boom! Oh there was my the shoe reference. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got to be scary. <laughs> that is insane wow yeah don't uh, make shoes or spears because yeah. if you do it badly people will think you're a dick is that basically <laughs> is, a, is a strategy 
Yeah, well, yeah, don't that... make it for others. He's like, make it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh. If you're going to do it, you got to do it for yourself. You know what? Yeah, Shane, that is directly at you. It really yeah. is. All my shoes fit very good. So <laughs> well, I feel like I'm taking the advice. Uh, but I, I have not made my own. No, actually, I made my own shoes last year. What? Yeah, I made a pair I... of moccasins uh, out of a rabbit hide last year. Oh, there That's you go. Excellent. See, there you go. I take back yeah. my uh, my disbelief. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Was like, kind of, what, how often do you wear them though? Yeah. Never. They're, they, <laughs> they stay in my uh, at my mother's house in Utah, where I'm allowed to go uh, bow and arrow rabbits. Where um, what size are these? Are these moccasins? I would say like size nine and a half US. So like what? That's forty two Europe, forty three Europe. Oh, but what's that? You stretchy. Yeah. I guess have a different rabbits. size. Rabbit's pretty stretchy, right? Could you? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. N- you never wear them. <laughs> Would you like a pair of moccasins? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have any other shoes. Next time on I'm in Utah, I'll mail them over. All right, next time in Utah, I'll just collect them. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That so that's an eight. That's an eight UK size, Ed. So. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, at this rate, I'll have sawn off some toes by the time I get there. So. You could <laughs> wet, wet them, Great. put them on, and then just never take them off ever again. That's what I do with all my shoes, Dan. Isn't that how <laughs> shoes work? <laughs> on to the next one, Matthias. Yes, yes. Okay, so this is where I feel like he's backtracking on all the stuff about not bandying words with idiots because he goes, oh. I advise you, Matthias Nordvig, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. Where you recognize evil, call it evil and give no truce to your enemies, right? So this is kind of like, well, what if the evil is stupidity? There's going to be yeah. some bandying words at some point, sounds I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's I like going, that one. Don't engage with stupidity unless it's some racist asshole on Facebook. Well, that could yeah. be one. Yes. So yeah. he's 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 letting me know I'm doing the right thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Do, doing Odin's work. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I like that. Okay. Took a long time, but we we finally got something from Odin that is that is solid. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. Never be made glad by wickedness, but please yourself with good things. That, I believe, is Aristotle, so... Yeah, yeah is that is that living well as the best revenge? Is he doing a Vilagone thing? Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I dropped an 18th century rabbi reference. Um... I, yeah. I that's not I don't think that's good advice because sometimes if revenge does feel good that's why people do it so much. Yeah. True. True. I mean it, I, it does. I, yeah. Yeah, no, sometimes yeah, sometimes you just want to be like fuck all of y'all, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I advise you Lord Fafnir to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. I'm so sick of saying that sentence by now. <laughs> You should never look upwards in battle. Men's sons become madmen, and people may try to bewitch you. All right, so now he's drunk again. <laughs> he mean, had that moment of clarity. <laughs> the where, you know, you get your super drunk friend, and just for an instant, just for a minute, they suddenly make perfect sense, and then they come in twice as hard. Because that, <laughs> yeah. I would say that's maybe his most insane thing he said yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how, many a bit people, of a how many people are going into battle looking straight up? 
And I'm like, oh shit. It almost sounds like he's saying, "Don't look, don't look it up at your opponents and humanize them." Oh, oh, that like when, when you're in the shield. I mean, especially if you're fighting in a medieval war, there's there's a lot of. Uh, so much more uh, dehumanization than people think because, you know, you're on the line. You're not really looking at each other. It's very pressed in place where it's just like a mass of bodies and metal and wood. And so he's saying like, hey, don't don't look at them in the eye and see a person like you need to focus up on what you're up to. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, like I was that. Thinking, Although... like, don't look at the sun. Because <laughs> that's a bad idea. <laughs> He's been sort of like devastatingly specific most of the way through this poem about what he's on about. I feel yeah. like he would have been like, don't look up because, you know, and then some Odin nonsense like, thou shalt see in the other man's eye the glint in thine own eye that I saw in the mirror the other day. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually he's been like, don't look up or you'll go insane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he also means like don't take don't take account of the entirety of the battle, oh, which okay. is something Sorry. Romans used to talk about. Don't stop and think about what you're doing in battle because you'll be like, this is super dumb. I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. I, I mean, the idea yeah. of a, a, ba- a medieval battle's like an apocalyptic. Like just to even mm. imagine the scene of a battle where people a pitched battle on a field is like the idea yeah. that people took part in it is absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, it's it's horrendous if, we, if you take a moment just to think about what it must have been like and you can forget all the movies it doesn't matter how good a film or tv show shows about it's not going to be like that it will be infinite times worse um, i yeah. tell you what is definitely not like and that is the recreation bullshit they do at Jorvik every year Definitely oh, yeah. not like that. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Have you ever seen I mean, a less battle in your life? <laughs> I do the armored combat fighting here. And even like the 20 on 20 is like the mo- without wanting to kill each other is the most insane thing. Mm-hmm. So just like, oh, just 10,000 of us on a field. That sounds bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, it sounds insane. Awful. And there'll be little bits of people hanging off here and there. And I, I think for the most part, you probably won't know who's who. You won't know who you're gonna stab or or just have a clue what's going on. Yeah, it's... I rarely have a clue what is going on when I'm trying to sit down and do a nice friendly podcast with some friends. Let alone <laughs> when I have two or three weapons, a shield, some chainmail, and ten thousand other people, and everyone's screaming and then looking up and going insane. So <laughs> yeah. I would like for all those people to keep their eyes firmly on the floor, so we all know what's going on. So I'm going to stand with Odin on this one and just be like, eyes down, ritual suicide for everybody. Yes. Yes. Okay, so moving on to the next one. I advise you, Lodfakni, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? If you want to talk a good woman into secret love with you and to get pleasure from her, make fair promises and keep them well. No man tires of good if he can get it. So what is that? Is so that, he's just saying... Ten stanzas after? <laughs> so wait, Go ahead. That advice is, ahead. if you, if you want to hook up with a hot girl who's who's good, then you've got to make, like, you've just got to treat her nice and then come through on the things you promise her? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. I mean, who'd have thought <laughs> that? Yeah. But this is... This is 
like one minute in real time after he's just been like, for the love of God, don't whisper secrets into the ear of another man's woman. You'll be killed. But also, if you're going to whisper the secrets, at least at least keep them. And then, oh, the pleasure will be like, this man is insane. Oh, I mean, for sure. He's been looking up too much in battle, I'll say that. That's right. (laughs) He's looked up too much. He's wearing someone else's shoes. Yeah. Something to sound actually very familiar. Yeah. Oh, Odin. Okay. I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it to you good if you have it. I tell you to be cautious, but not overcautious. Be most wary of ale and of another's wife, and thirdly, lest thieves beguile <laughs> you. <laughs> so going on, he's just basically self-reporting again. He's like, "Listen, you got to live your life. So, but you can't, you can't go too crazy because if you get drunk, you you will fuck a guy's wife and get robbed." <laughs> So this is just more self-reporting. Yeah. <laughs> I like that there's no judgment going on. He's just constantly like, look, guys, for God's sake, don't drink too much. You're going to sleep with someone's wife. But if you're going to do it, I mean, you're going to do it. So at least do it well, but don't, because everything will go badly. But if you're going to do it, Im- this is how to do it. But Imagine every, every guy's wife in this hall as he's talking is just like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was me, motherfucker. What are you saying this out loud for? Oh my god! Your every, every like, dude is that. Oh. Every dude in that hall is like sitting there, looking yeah. at his hmm? In skeptical hippo eyes. Oh man. Okay. Um. Wow. All right. I advise you, Lord Papni, to take this advice. <laughs> okay, this is this is you're totally right. This is self-reporting. To take this advice, it will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? Never hold up to scorn or mockery a guest or a wanderer. Often they don't know for certain they who sit inside whose kin those newcomers are. No man is so good that he has no blemish, nor so <laughs> bad that he is. Good for nothing. So, yeah. okay, Odin is standing there naked on the fucking table, going like, <laughs> "Listen to me, people. I just kicked in the door, and you should all just be down with what I'm saying." And and then he's saying, "Please don't laugh at me." Yeah. Right? It also sounds like he, a guy, showed up to the hall one day, and then he went to his friends, and he was like, "Look how fucking stupid this guy looks." And then the guy he said that to was like. That's actually my cousin who I look like. I can't believe you've done this, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know that several... I mean, Odin is a man who wanders around being a guest, like, as a profession, right? Mm-hmm. So, they, obviously, he's going to be like, ah, oh, don't mock the guests who don't know who they are. They might be Odin, ho-ho. True. Um, also, does Odin have acne? Huh? Does Odin have adult acne? Is that what he's also saying? He's talking about blemishes? I mean, uh, look, he does drink a lot, right? So, well, does he? It's very hard to tell because half the time he's like, I don't drink at all. I don't even drink a drop before I turn up. At one point he was like, don't even turn up to the feast unless there's ale there. But also yeah, don't turn up the after. Same with me. It's like so. after 10 beers, like, no, I'm sober. Like, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing uh, worse than somebody telling you that you're drunk. 
Odin does spend quite a lot of time telling people that they like not ed- like, no one's perfect. That's one of his go for his fallbacks. Like no one's perfect. Like everyone has blemishes. Everyone slept with everyone else's <laughs> wife. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty sure you're right. This he's is covering just him his own back. Taking advantage. Of course, he's covering his own back. Of course. <laughs> Odin is the Everman's god. I mean, <laughs> I never saw it before. Now, I always thought that Thor, being sort of generally large and dumb, was the Everyman's god. But uh, no. Now I stand corrected. It's 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 Wily Odin, god of wisdom, like don't wet the bed. He is the one <laughs> who should be making sacrifice. Before I go to bed tonight, I shall make a sacrifice that I don't have to get up for no good reason. He is definitely the the everyman's god at this point. So I mean now... we all know we all know that if you drink too much, you need to pee a lot as well. So that may may play a part into everybody pissing yeah. the bed. I'm really just... glad he immortalized that advice, like, don't break the seal. He immortalized that in That's poetry it, yeah. yes. for a thousand years. And if you get too drunk, you might even wet the bed unintentionally, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, this self-reporting I couldn't possibly I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it to do you good if you have it. At a gray-haired sage, you should never laugh. Again, this mm-hmm. is all about himself, right? Yeah. Often what the old say is good. Often <laughs> from a wrinkled bag come just the judicious words. I'm sorry, a wrinkled who... bag? <laughs> yes, who, who Often from a wrinkled bag. <laughs> <laughs> with the hides and skulks among the skins and lurks about the low board. What the fuck? No, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm drawing a line under this whole thing now. That this is it's over. Like the whole drunk Odin thing has gone too far. Now he's being like, listen, don't write off the old crazy men who like lurk around in the skins with the balls hanging out. Don't even let the wisest of the men. What are you what are you thinking? You think that this old man's crazy? No. This is this is a combination of drunk Odin and the self-reporting guy. He is just describing himself perfectly and telling everyone that he's the best. Yes. Yeah. And of course. No one is surprised by this. I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it. Don't bark at your guests or drive them from your gate. Treat the indi- indigent well. There's a word I don't know. Indigent. Okay. Uh, spell it. <laughs> I'll Google it. <laughs> poor or needy. Ah, the poor or needy. Oh. In, in, how do you pronounce oh. it? Indigent. Indigent. I think you're doing so it right. Is, this is just Odin doing that thing that he always does as a strange wandering old man. So a strange wandering old man turns up at your hall and immediately recites poetry about how you should respect strange wandering old men, give them all your things, and... Uh, Let them and sleep just, like, with your wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He does, don't, get, uh, don't get mad about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mighty is that door bar which has to move aside to open up for everyone. Give a ring or they'll be called down on you a curse in every limb yeah he's totally just some yeah some dude who's like hey hey give me your shit or or fuck you that it's yeah. it's like trick-or-treating you know give me your shoes send shoes 
he's basically like, hey, everyone, every now and then some insane old man is going to turn up in the hall. You should welcome him. Give him all of your ham and your beer. Let him sleep with your wife. Then maybe if he falls down drunk with his balls out in this sack of hams, you should just think this is wonderful. Listen to his advice. Don't criticize him. When he's done, let him go on his merry way without any repercussions. Thank you very much. Good night. This is what the Havamal is. Sayings of the drunk old man. This is all it is. I, I yeah, have... well, it, and and that makes perfect sense because you know yes. it builds up to the list of Rig, where the god Rig comes and hangs out at people's households and then engenders a bunch of sons with their wives. Like, duh, Odin is priming you sons right here. with their wives. Did he just use that expression? <laughs> yes, he turns up and engenders some sons with their wives. If you know what I mean. <laughs> well, that is what he does. He lies in their bed for three nights with them, and three. that's how you get all the uh, the people. Okay. So um, this was apparently a thing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Are we, are we at the magic yet? We must be at the magic now. We're I feel like Odin has capped out. All right. We're getting close. I advise you, Lord Fafnir, to take this advice. It will be useful if you learn it. Do you good if you have it? Where you drink ale, choose yourself Earth's power. For Earth soaks up drunkenness and fire works against sickness. Oak against constipation. And ear of corn <laughs> against witchcraft. The hall against household strife. For hatred, the moon should be invoked. Earthworms for inflamed parts and runes against evil. Land must take up the flood. So I'm going to just suggest like he's gone supernova, right? He's reached the point where he's been like, when old men turn up, give them all your wives. And then has just listed a thousand things like, and then passed out. It's also weird that he referenced, isn't corn native to Mexico? Didn't, didn't Europeans not know about <laughs> corn until after uh, the Spanish uh, conquered the Aztec Empire? Yeah, but I think this might be uh, a uh, sort of archaic Anglicism here where yeah, yeah, yeah. corn He's refers to grain. <laughs> okay. Knowledge okay. Job, though. Way to prove yourself as a scholar. Ooh. <laughs> Just leave me out in the cold here, you dick. You're going to be the color. The so, sorry, man. Sorry. I, uh, oh, yeah. it's fucking corn, I believe, was from the <laughs> South American. Hey, potatoes are from Peru, so that's something hey, everyone thinks enough. potatoes Stop are European. Knowledge. I, t- I told you he had, he had the hey. knowledge up there. Who, who, you know who thinks what? the potatoes you are cut, You want to cut through a pot- Americans. What? Americans think potatoes are Irish. I mean, of course they do. I genuinely, for real, many, many Americans truly believe potatoes are from oh, yeah. Ireland or Russia. For sure. Wait, Ireland or Russia. Those two places. Ireland or Russia because of vodka. <laughs> mm. oh. I think I think probably most British people think that potatoes are from Ireland. Really? Must, oh, we're I think they must be. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if, if a bunch of people starved because they couldn't eat enough potatoes, then that's it. You invented the potato. That's yeah. it, yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, where else would there be a famine of potatoes if not the land where they were from? <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mitation uh, of deep in thought. I know, I'm totally... Wait, I'm going to do a right thing. Now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck, fuck you guys. I'm going to step in now. I'm going to drop some knowledge right on your asses. Ready? <laughs> we, need a, we need a sound drop. Shan's going to edit one in. After yes, the edit. Right wait, here. everyone, let's just give it like a two seconds so that a, a cool sound edit can be put in to make it sound like I'm clever. Ready? 
Okay, hopefully there was the sound of a gong there or something. Was. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ah, what do clever people have if not a gong? Every time they're gonna say something cool, like. It's like a light bulb moment, but archaic. Anyway, in that little tirade he just had, he seemed to like pick out a whole bunch of tree magic, which as a shaman, um, if he's trying to ingratiate himself with uh, cultures that are already using like the Ogam, like the Celtic cultures, um, to drop a whole bunch of knowledge about oak is good for this and elder is good for that and wheat is good for this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that sounds to me like he's doing tree magic. And... Uh, that is all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> Where was the... Okay. Where was the, that was the knowledge. <laughs> Seems like an observation and knowledge. <laughs> I don't understand the difference, Dan. As a man who's been intimately familiar with trees and fallen out of several. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, you want to climb up and fall out of a tree? Don't do it from an oak. There's a lot of spindly things that'll get you on the way down. I think we should just like go through the, the lines here because there's yes. a lot of things that are being said. Okay. Uh, so first of all, where you drink ale, choose yourself Earth's power. I'm pretty sure that just means sit the fuck down. Oh, that almost sounds like ale, be somewhere where you have was... Earth's power so you can stand up and piss. He's very into not yeah. pissing the bed. If you're gonna drink ale, be somewhere you can sit down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. No, I think it I think it means gravity. Just and he does say lay down and... soaks up drunkenness. It almost sounds like he's saying to eat from the or like eat grain or something so that you're you're less drunk. Or eat I think he says something along the lines of like earth being like a good against beer and fire being good against sickness, mm -hmm. which um I mean difficult to argue with, right? If you've drunk too much beer, you go throw up in the earth or you're gonna cling to the ground. And if you're yeah, I don't know about fire and sickness, but you keep people warm when they're cold, or if they've been wounded, you might you might cauterize mm -hmm. their wounds with fire. But um, it, I, I mean, in uh, in cultures that are like north of Rome or whatever, it, uh, you know, um, what is it? What am I trying to think of? Of where you go into a box and it's very hot and you sweat and then sauna, you feel sauna. better. Sauna, yeah, the sauna and all of these things are like a huge part of the cultures, right? Where you mm -hmm. sweat out bad spirits, you sweat out all these things. I mean, Native Americans also do this, and so he could be referencing that. He also could be referencing the fact that you cauterize wounds to avoid sickness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. All right, wait to it. jump on my wait to jump on my one thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backing you up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Oak against constipation. Does, does oak help, help with constipation? I have no idea. Maybe if you eat the bark. It yeah, like maybe. Hardens. Is there fiber in oak? All of us are like, maybe. <laughs> maybe. The I mean, one person here we're clinging. We're looking for something. I feel what? like it's my responsibility to maybe eat an oak tree and report back. Just see yeah. what happens. Maybe All like right. the leaves. Let's induce you're... diarrhea into Ed, and then we'll give him some Taco Bell or something, just a lot of it, and then we'll go ahead and throw some oak in and see what happens. Throw some oak in. <laughs> Great science. I love it. I mean, yeah. okay, okay. So, 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 oak constipation, yeah, and and then we have an ear of corn against witchcraft, which is like an ear of corn. 
So, so I mean, that seems like a very easy fix for witchcraft in general. Right? Like, I'm yeah. like, really? That's it? That's all you Is there a witch? Simply get a single ear of corn and do what? Yeah, what do you do? Does he say what you do with it? No. I mean, Eat it, presumably. <laughs> Throw it at them. Maybe build, witches all have a corn allergy. Build a little bonfire around them. You should with uh, one in, ear in, of corn, or maybe a bundle. Of ears. He says one. If you build a one. fire with corn, you have popcorn now. Yeah. What? I mean, yeah. there we go. Okay, so for the hate, for hatred, the moon should be invoked. Yeah. I all right, man. Sure. Yeah. Um, earthworms for inflamed parts. That makes this, sense. <laughs> this is my fa- favorite Wait, one. Hang on. Sorry. What? Did you just say that makes sense? Yes, it does. Okay, so I mean, not th- those. Nah, it's gonna be a Danish thing, isn't it? What? <laughs> it's gonna be like a weird Danish thing, like oh, in Denmark we put people with cinnamon and then we put earthworms on them to yeah, stop the them being c- inflamed. <laughs> the cinnamon one. That's. I still can't get over that. You keep your weird Danish thing, man. We don't need them. Shane, the poor guy, doesn't even know what it's about. Apparently, Shane. when you on your 18th birthday in Denmark, they tie they, they tie you to a 25th. lamppost. The 25th birthday, they tie you to a lamppost and throw a cinnamon on you. And throw cool. cinnamon on <laughs> you. <laughs> cinnamon. It, dude, only if you're not married. They turn yes. you into a tasty treat. The, yeah, apparently to try so. and get you married. I think this is a very vague memory that I have literally never thought about until this moment. But I think on your 18th birthday, you possibly get tied up and like peppered or something if you're not married. And then if you're still not married by the time you're 25, then they cinnamon you. Wait, what? Um, Where's that? I'm inventing your culture for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's the opposite. opposite. So when when you're um, not married at the age of 25, then you get tied to a lamppost, doused in in uh, in in cinnamon. And when you're 30 and you're still not married, then you get peppered. Oh, Oh. I'm due for a cinnamoning (laughs) and a peppering. I'll never come to Denmark. I'm not safe. You don't ever do a show in Denmark. <laughs> you get to the airport, they're like, you'll need to quarantine for 10 days, and also here's the pepper and the cinnamon. Please pour it on your own. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... I uh, so, so as uh, I think we mentioned last time, that the origin of all of this is that uh, the, the spice traders back in the day used to be... Um, they, they used to, they couldn't get married. So uh, so that's that's what that really comes from ah it's representative of that yes okay that makes sense that makes sense all right what's the what's the next line okay so we got that weird um funky eat oak if you need to take a dump and you know you're corn against witches inflamed earthworms all that stuff and then he goes i know that i hung on a windswept tree this is for you ed nine long nights wounded with a spear dedicated to odin myself to myself on that tree of which no man knows from where its roots run with no bread did they refresh me nor a drink from a horn downwards i appeared i took up the runes screaming i took them then i fell back from there no comment (laughs) (laughs) that's the one 
good stanza in this entire fucking poem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's been a lot of good. I think there's been three or four good stanzas, in fact. Um, no, that's the classic, right? The old um, mm-hmm. spear myself on a tree, screaming, took the runes. I've always loved that. I, I've always been really interested in, in, in the direct translation of that, um, like the screaming, I took them or took them up. Um, I really, I really enjoy that bit, and I wonder if is that accurate? Because you know, poetically, "screaming I took them up" is a is a beautiful line in English, and I've always wondered if that's an accurate translation. It is. It says "namikup runar apandinam felek aftertadan." So apandinam, I screaming, I, I I was screaming while I I took them. That's but, fucking cool. Is this? And, a- does Odin speak in liter? Is he? How often is he being literal, and how often is he speaking like allegories or metaphors? I hope all of this shit is allegory and metaphor. Hope <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. so. <laughs> wow. Otherwise, he's pretty bedwetted, right? <laughs> especially if he's talking about magic, it does seem like when he talks about spearing himself and stuff, it sounds like he's in like the depths of despair and like he feels powerless and everything, and then he rises up out of there screaming to take hold of magic and like uh, gain some kind of control of his uh, existence and stuff. Mm -hmm. It does Mm -hmm. sound, it does sound like an allegory for just religion in general and how we as people use it in order to like make sense of everything and gain control in our lives. I Mm -hmm. like that. I like that interpretation. It's it's him rising Um, up from the depression after sleeping with someone else's wife. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Is he yeah. getting, getting hung from a tree? Maybe he's tart and feathered too. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. I mean, he yeah. does get quite, quite sad in some of the I mean, it, it literally does sound like, hey, my life was bad by my own doing. I'm on yeah. my own sphere. I put myself in this position. Mm-hmm. You heard everything I just said. Yeah. yeah. I did all. I pissed the bed. I had sex with his <laughs> wife. I was with a witch. Everything is terrible. And then through the depths, I took control of my life. Grab the rune, screaming, and now we're here. And now look at I me. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great when uh, when he when he talks about snatching up the runes or taking up the runes, uh, linguistically, is he talking about literally the runes, as in the letters, or is he talking about like the secrets of of magic? Because I'm I think there's like a a confusion right among amongst the um the etymology of it regarding runa and and it being the, the the actual rune staves themselves or 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 general secrets of magic in uh, you know in general yeah so this is where there's there's very little uh, explanation in the actual poem in the in the words namik of runar i right. took up the runes right. um and it means so many things it mm-hmm. could it really could and well we can look at like what what do runes mean in this context of in the context of this literature broadly? Um, we do see runes being used as as like examples of like magic, first of all, and secondly, also secret inscriptions. They do have some kind of um, a tangible side to them as as individual characters. So so they definitely exist in in sort of an occult space in this time in the 13th century even though i mean at the same time like so to keep this in mind we got a bunch of icelanders who are sitting 
over in Iceland writing a bunch of sagas and a bunch of other stuff where they're like, oh yeah, rune magic and Aeus Skatlokinsson can just like pour some of his blood on the runes that he has written and then he can burst a horn and blah, 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 blah. And then at the same time, you know, uh, the Norwegians over in Bergen, they're like writing little notes to each other be like fuck you dude and uh, this party is awesome and i slept with this dude's wife and also um hail jesus or some shit like that so so the the use of runes is very diverse in this time period it seems like yeah yeah it it seems certainly in in modern days that this is what people go back to to kind of cling on to runes being magical during the viking age this is one then in my uh many facebook trolling expeditions like this is the one that gets used a lot of people to to kind of defend runes being magical and not just a writing source i personally think the every written word in every language is that's like magic in and of itself absolutely i it is when you think about it in terms of like wonders of the universe the fact that we humans are even capable of uh, doing the things that we do with language mm-hmm. and all that stuff is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, we don't, and not, we to, don't not to bring up the least historically accurate movie of all time, but in the 13th Warrior, you familiar with this movie? One of my favorite movies <laughs> ever. It's so bad. They have, it's so, it's so bad and historically, but it's fun. But he, when um, the Beowulf character, which I can't remember what his Viking name, but he's supposed to represent Beowulf. And he um, he tell he tells even Fadlan like you can draw sounds, and he's like really intrigued by the idea of drawing sounds and like how that's magical and powerful and how his life will have meaning if you could draw the sounds of his deeds and all sort of stuff. That like to me is you know kind of the idea behind mm-hmm. uh, someone seeing someone, especially in times past when it wasn't so common to be like, wow, runes are so powerful simply because we can use them to communicate that's magic mm-hmm. no i agree that's uh that's a good point and uh i love that movie because it is so so <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> yeah yeah it's a silly but it's so good it's so good oh Man. we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do a watch along and you're gonna have to come join us Shane. And we oh my just, god we will we'll drink 100 percent we'll, we'll we'll have to time it where we can all just have a beer at the same time and enjoy. Oh, I'll get film. I'll get day drunk for that. I mean, I'll definitely. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. I it's truly one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, no, be, I agree. <laughs> it will be good fun. So, right. so, so what happens next, next is, of course, that what so this little reference to hanging on the tree and all that stuff is is our cue for the uh, the last bit of the poem to to be initiated here when this is where everything gets wild right that odin goes like really funky because then he goes nine mighty spells i learned from the famous son of berthor bestless father and i got a drink of the precious mead i soaked from odrerir and Odreria means that which stirs the mind or something like that. Brings you in ecstasy. So So this is the pinnacle. He's Yeah, now now he's like really and and the the reference to Belthor, uh Bestless Father is uh, that at least what we know from uh, Snorri Sturluson's Edda is the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Besla is 
Odin's mother. So the, that would be, you know, some kind of distant, funky, um, original ancestor. Mm. We're getting, we're getting How, deep. Is he saying that he's, he snuck into his parents' like liquor cabinet? <laughs> it kind of sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he, he could have done. We've all done it. Yeah, <laughs> snuck some whiskey from my parents' liquor cabinet. There's there's some bottles of wine that my mum thinks is wine, but really it's water. She's gonna be really disappointed when she comes to drink them. <laughs> I mean, it was it was an art to get the cork out and then get it back in as a sixteen year old. I... <laughs> I mean, I probably wasn't sixteen. I was just trying to uh, play it. the story a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> then I began to quicken and be wise and to grow and to prosper. One word from another word found a word. One deed from another deed found a deed for me. You can see right now he's like being led somehow by, by all of this magical, funky stuff. The runes you must find and meaningful letters, very great letters, very stiff letters, which the mighty sage colored and the huge powers made and the rune master of the gods carved out odin among the Aesir and dawin among the elves dvalin among the dwarfs auswither among the giants i myself carved some any comments anything we want to want to i mean it's it's gone very so mythical it seems a weird thing to do if it's odin speaking right to be like oh wow i mean odin carved them for the gods and also i carved some and i am odin what's going on there matthias <laughs> so, so my explanation for this would be that we're in a situation this is a ritual situation where you're probably dealing with some kind of initiation right so 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 if the ritual specialist the priest if we want to call him that um is basically um mythologizing the space he's taking on the 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 uh. qualities of odin he he is both odin and he's not odin because everything is betwixt and between in this uh liminal space you see we're in the fourth dimension still uh, fourth yeah. dimension hence why you need to be drunk right? he's high as fuck he's high as fuck <laughs> he's, 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 he's whatever works high. whatever oh. works Great. so we get to stanza 144. At last, do you know how to carve? Do you know how to interpret? Do you know how to color? Do you know how to question? Do you know how to ask? Do you know how to sacrifice? Do you know how to dispatch? Do you know how to slaughter? Better, to, better not to pray than to sacrifice too much. One gift always calls for another. Better not dispatched than too many slaughtered. So, Thunkar, before the, the close of nation's history, where he rose up when he came back. That's weird. I know those spells which a ruler's wife doesn't know, nor any man's son. Help, <laughs> one is called, and that will help you against lawsuits and sorrows, and every sort of anxiety. Hmm. He's lost me. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm glad you said it. Me too. He had a pretty good chorus there. 
I like the chorus of the half a mile where it's like, do you know how to paint? Do you know how to write? Do you know how to carve? Do you know how to bless? Do you know how to, I like that. And then he's, he went on about, you know, not praying too much and, uh, and sacrificing things. I mean, yeah. I think this is where he just embarks on listing all the spells that he knows, right? This is where he just throws down. Um, yeah, no, this is this just is like, just showing off. This is, is yeah. like, I know a second one, which the sons of men need, those who want to live as physicians. I know a third one, if there's a great need for me, that my furious enemies are fettered, the edges of my foes I can blunt, neither weapons nor crudgels will bite for them. I know a fourth one, if men put bonds upon my limbs, I can chant so that I can walk away Fetters spring from my feet and chains from my hands. I am seeing a naked dude in chains right now, just like oh, howling. Am I the only one here, or he? I could see it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's just in that showing off mode. He's like this. Listen to everything I can do, and nobody can verify it. He's just. It's yeah, just like that the... guy that's like, yeah. Last night there was this guy, and I just knocked him out and left him on the on the floor. I didn't know. It's the seven foot tall. It's the ultimate drunk Odin bit, this bit, where out of all of this, he's been like, hey, you know, you want to know something? You want to know something cool? You want to know something? Spears can't pierce me. You want to try? Just try piercing me. Get a spear. See if you can pierce me. You can't do it. <laughs> this Everyone's done this. Everyone's just like, you get so drunk. Dad, I'm pretty sure you've done this in the cave rave. You just stand there <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> hey you want to know something? Yeah, we went to a rave once in a cave and Dan came out one head shorter. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure just before that he was like, "You want to know something? No one can fight me. I can fight anyone." Bang! <laughs> <Takes itself. laughs> I tried fighting the cave itself. Yeah, oh. we all we all do it. <laughs> oh yeah, just, he's just doing that. He's just doing I that. Say, I got it. It does seem like he's saying, "Do you know how to do all this stuff?" It's better to uh, it's better not to like overdo religious practices. So it, it sounds like he's saying the parable: God helps people who help themselves. Mm. And then he's saying, and to 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 show you this, I can do all this stuff. So hey, learn uh, how to do stuff for yourself. Don't try to pray for things you don't know how to do. You have to know how to do things. I'm a God, and I have to know how to do things. So you should help yourself. So basically Mm -hmm. he's saying at one point he's like, magic is very important. Then he's like, but don't rely on the gods or prayer or magic. You also have to know things. You have to be bring uh, a sandwich. You have to be an independent Odin, as it were. Bring a sandwich. Bring a sandwich. Don't miss the bed. I like that. That's a great, (laughs) that's a great interpretation of it. I know a fifth if I see shot in malice, an arrow fly amid the army. It cannot fly so hard that I cannot hinder it if I see it with my eyes. He's done it. He's got it. He's gone. He's gone full drunk. He's now probably claiming he can catch an arrow out <laughs> out of the he's air. Just, he's like you. He can catch you look an like arrow. A, you look like a decent archer. Stand over there. Just try yeah. to shoot me in the head. I was going to catch it in my teeth. You watch this. You try and pierce me with that arrow. It won't work out for you. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that must have happened at some point. They just shot times. arrows at each other and tried to so catch many them. Times. Yeah. I mean, it happens must now. Have. Let alone yeah. then. I mean, we're we're all dudes. We've all got drunk and then 
tried to one up each other or Speak one of your friends and <laughs> got into yeah. situations like it's just ego i definitely yeah. still have a knee injury that's from 2013 because oh. of that yes absolutely okay i know uh sixth one if a man wounds me using roots of the sack-filled wood and that man who conjured to harm me, the evil consumes him, not me. <laughs> that is the most specific thing. That's Can that's you say the, that one again for me, please. That's the early I am rubber, you are glue. If a like, man tries to hurt me using roots. Of the sap-filled wood. And that man who conjured to harm me. The evil consumes him, not me. So if you try and bash him with a root, you end up bashing yourself. Exactly. Or is it like, is he talking about poison? Like the sap of the root? I think he's poison, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good spell to, if someone tries to poison you, they get poisoned. He's just just like bragging. Okay. (laughs) Like, I know a seventh one. If I see towering flames in the hall about my companions it can't burn so widely that i can't counteract it i know the spells to chant see i know the spells to chant but he's not telling us which spells we're chanting here so we're fucked so is this basically odin has turned up at your hall out the blue got terrifically drunk embarrassed himself told you that he's basically you shouldn't throw him out because he's a wonderful wise old man and then whenever it's like, no, dude, definitely get out. Now he's just like, no, no. Uh, uh, if there's a fire, I can stop it. Uh, if there's the sap of a tree, I can totally reverse it. I can. Uh, I can't be pissed. <laughs> like, is this what he's doing? He's just. He's just as he's being bundled out of the hall. People are like, get out, old man. He's like, no. If you shove me, uh, you'll shove yourself. If you open a door, it will close. Uh, if you push me out on the street, I'll manifest in your wife's bed. Like this is. He's just panicking now. I can tell. Feel like you've been in that situation. That's how you know. (laughs) Been in, Dan, live in that situation. (laughs) Being bundled out of places for being obnoxious. (laughs) Okay, so I know an eighth one, which is most useful for everyone to acquire. Where hatred flares up between the sons of warriors, then I can quickly bring settlement. So there you go. Basically, he's saying, Yeah, no, guys, I can fix this. I fucked yeah. it up, but I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if people are pissed off, I can I can totally make everyone calm again. Yeah. 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 I know okay. I know a ninth one. If I am in need, if I must save my ship when afloat, the wind I can quiet upon the wave and lull all the sea to sleep. That's um I feel like he's digging deep to try and redeem himself before he gets kicked out into the cold. Just like, yeah, whoa, I mean, if I'm at sea, I can uh, I can calm storms. I'm just saying. Yeah. You might around. need me around. Yeah, yeah precisely. There you go. And now a tenth one. If I see witches playing up in the air, I can bring it about that they wander astray from their shapes left at home, from their minds left at home. So now he's turning to witches right. instead, right? All right. He can get rid of witches. Cool. Mm-hmm. I know an eleventh. <laughs> If I have to lead long, loyal friends into battle, under the shields I chant and they journey confidently, safely to battle, safely from the battle, safely they come back from everywhere. I mean, it's just rambling now. 
they finally they've got him to the door and they're kicking him out and he's like look i know a spell that if my friends and i are fighting mm -hmm. none of them will die and then then he's like that is it surely you're gonna keep me around yeah. now. <laughs> now i guess they've kicked him out because but goes, no <laughs> i know a 12th one if i see up in a tree a dangling corpse in a noose I can so carve and color the runes that the man walks and talks with me. It's like, okay, well, fuck you guys. I, I can be friends with dead people instead. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need you. I, I mean, don't need you. How many? How many does he know? Because we're an hour and a half now. Yeah, we, we're getting we're getting very close. We're getting. Yeah, I was gonna close. say I I've lost track of time, gentlemen. I I I think I have to. You're in the I fourth dimension. Bid, bid you adieu. I have another obligation, which is not as good as this one. Let me tell you. Uh, we can we can finish the last few without you, Shane, if you need to. All right. Yeah. Without, so sorry, yeah. guys. I gotta I gotta no, bail out. But uh, thanks I for joining you. us, man. Thank you awesome. so much. Please, please message me about the Thirteenth Warrior. I would love to do that. Watch we will. We will yeah. do that. We will <laughs> yes. do it. Um, yes. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll plug your podcast at the end of the show as well. Please do. All right, everyone. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you all later. All right, man. Take care. See you hey, there. Pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. So we got to the dead people. Um, I know a 13th. If I must pour water over a young warrior, he will not fall, though he goes into battle. Before swords, that man will not sink. Sounds like holy water almost. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You never know with this guy. OP, yeah. Could yeah, be. you don't know. Could be. Easily be. I know a 14th. If I have to reckon up the gods before a group of men, of Asia and elves, I know every detail. Few who are not wise know that. Okay. Okay. I know so a 15th, which the dwarf Thjolreyri chanted before Detling's doors. Power he sang for the Aesir and advancement for the elves, thoughtfulness to Kroptatir. Is he maybe running out of good spells? <laughs> he's just, <laughs> I, think so. I mean, he's what is he 16 like, in now? Yeah, 15, he just 15, went from 15. like, hey, hey, give me a baby, I'll sprinkle it with water, it'll never die. And then, like, oh, cool, what else? And I was like, oh, well, uh, we're when Throthmuflir. Cast a spell on this guy's door. Oh man! I mean, they knew about it. They knew I was there. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, get out, old man. <laughs> I know sixteenth. If I want to have all a clever man's heart, uh, sorry, all a clever woman's heart and love play, I can turn the thought of the white-armed woman and change her mind entirely. So now he's back to that thing. So he's, he does do that. He's recycling. Yeah, I mean, every love, 25 stanzas, he likes to talk about winning some Love play. Love play is a new one. Yeah. That's, that's one that should come back. I want to yeah. win all of your love play. Let's, you should, br uh, let's bring that message back. Usher, Dan. <laughs> See if Usher's you can gone. bring that into his next... Oh, really? There's, there's oh, many God. people listening to this song that enjoyed that reference. This song, this podcast. I know people will listen to this and be like, yeah, good reference, Dan. Thumbs up. <laughs> Oh. I like how you're talking yourself up there. <laughs> because it was a good reference. Not my fault. Which reference guys. is this? Go to the go to the next one. I know a 17th, so that any young woman will scarcely want to shun me. Of these spells, Lotfafnir, you will long be in want. 
though they be good for you if you get them, useful if you learn them, handy if you have them. I know an 18th. Oh. won't shut up which I shall never teach to any girl or any man's wife it's always better when when just one person knows that follows at the end of the spells except that one woman who embraces me in her arms or who may be my sister I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about what is he on about now And then he goes at the very final end. Now the High One's song is recited in the High One's Hall. Very useful to the sons of men. Quite useless to the sons of giants. Luck to him who recited. Luck to him who knows. May he benefit he who learned it. Luck to those who listened. Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, he's he's grateful his... for anyone who sat all the way through. So yeah. he just tagged on half a dozen random stanzas at the end of his massive poem to just be like, "Also, I have poems that make where spells that make women they oh they like it they they like me, uh, but I won't teach them." And also, you should pay attention to me. And not be my sister. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I won't tell my sister any of this. Wow, we there actually we, did it. There we go. You got through the whole thing. We we need another one for next time. <laughs> we need something else. There's always Vafthrunya sayings where we oh we um Odin uh, has a wisdom contest with Vafthrunya. Okay, there we, go. we should That's... definitely do the wisdom contest next time. But I mean, for now. We I just mean, did what was that? 168 stanzas. 64. 164. 164 stanzas. What did you learn? Don't piss the bed. Don't piss, <laughs> don't piss the bed. The bed. <laughs> take a sandwich. He's, he's like, yeah, take a sandwich. If you go rambling, don't piss the bed. Don't sleep with other people's wives. But if you do, whisper sweetly in their ear, and then for the love of God, be follow true through. to whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow yes. through. Yep. Don't, yep. don't drink too much, but drink enough. Don't fuck over your friends. Definitely go to their houses unless the path there gets overrun with weeds. Yeah, make witches. sure that the path doesn't get overrun with weeds. Bring a weed yeah. whacker. Take ham. Nice. Take, Take ham to ham. your friends. Bring ham. Don't eat yes. too much. Don't eat too little. Don't drink too much. Don't drink too little. If there's don't a witch, too much. don't have sex with her and do throw ears of corn at her. And if that doesn't work, then get Odin because he'll definitely know a spell. To confuse their minds and their skin. There we go. Don't look up in battle. Don't look up in battle because it'll discombobulate you. Yeah. There yes. we go. We did yeah. it. Congratulations wow. to us. <laughs> yes. What? Do, how do we think this applies to uh, to modern life? <laughs> I mean, that's a question. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> well, so this is a really good question, Ed, because you know everybody says that it's like, oh, these rules—they're like so applicable to my life, and it's like. What, 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 how, why, when, where? Um, okay, sure, when you piss your bed, but <laughs> don't sleep with a man's wife, yeah. There's a, there's a couple in there you can... Yes, but you can there use. are a few. There's I would a say... a bunch of drunken ramblings. Yeah. Yes. Of 164 sure. stanzas, <laughs> let's be generous and say there are eight that are quite good. That's true. <laughs> so... 
I mean, yeah. we got we got okay. three episodes out of it, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had a great time. Might have to revise our, our stance on the usefulness of this poem in, in terms of its yes. applicability to modern life. Maybe more. All right, let's let's wrap this up because we've got the watch along to do after this. Oh, good point. So, um, Ed, what do you want to plug? Oh my goodness. Um, um, do you like fighting, Dan? I mean, I do. Do you like Vikings, Dan? <laughs> yes. Who do you think would win in a fight between a dwarf and a, a light elf? Well, don't, don't worry. Know, you don't you have to out. work that out because Ed Gamester has provided for your entertainment a collection of the, from the nine Nordic worlds uh, for the ice giants all the way down to the dark elves, a combat extravaganza where you can come and watch dark elves and light elves, ice giants, uh, Jotunans, uh, Vanir and Aesir, and uh, all the different races from all the different uh, worlds going to battle against each other um, in one enormous Ragnarok-style showdown with swords and fire and chaos and death. So if you want to know about that, that, simply uh, give me a quick follow on the old Instagram at Ed Gamester, not Edgemaster, and uh, I will let you know the details. It's going to be cool. It's a live show that we're doing uh, on the regular, hopefully, but we're going to do a first one, and I'd love for you guys to come along and check it out. Not you, Matthias, you're too far oh. away. You can stream oh. in. I mean, you can if you want to fly over, you can come. Yeah. It's not worth it. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah there you go there i plugged something are you happy you did first you did very you you plugged it very um badly no i wouldn't <laughs> say badly but you gave, you gave no details of, of how to go where to go what to do except for the instagram <laughs> no those are details i'm a man of uh, mystery anybody else if you if you enjoy shane smith he's a he's a funny guy obviously if you're in the usa you can go and watch him live at his show i mean i definitely will do if he ever comes over here or i happen to be over there but also his his podcast cowboy boys which is rapidly becoming one of my favorite podcasts it's uh it's brilliant it's really really good i enjoy it it's um it's pretty much just shane's ramblings with his friend um and he's a really good listener i think they do two a week it's uh yeah so definitely check that out Mateus, where can people find you instagram there we go. Oh, yeah. shit. I should have mentioned. Um, if you'd like to listen to a podcast of me doing me things, uh, I will be doing a podcast called Thus the Podcast, in which I talk about guildly things with guildly people. There we uh, go. So follow along at my Instagram, and I'll tell you more about that there. We're getting more and more competitors here, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to this shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be a competition that much, I can assure you. Well, I hope we get an invite on. Of course you will. There we go. Wonderful. I've penciled you in for episode 210. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds good. See you in a couple of years. Give me time to prepare. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for having uh, me, guys. If you if you want Thanks to follow, for joining us. Oh, I need to do our plugs first. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> if you if you want to follow us, it's just at Not Mythology Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, the website is notmythologypodcast.com. Um, if you want to support us a little bit further, Patreon is the best way. We have a bunch of different tiers. From the lowest tier, you get to join in on the live show, live chat, 
you also get everybody at any TA level gets the Vikings Watch Long Show that we do. It's a bi-weekly show now. So every other week we sit down and watch an episode of Vikings and give you our opinions, but Taylor lets you know what's true and what's not. And then on the alternate weekends to that, we do a story time episode now where we go through a different saga. Uh, Mateus reads it. And again, kind of like this show, we, we talk about it and see what's going on, break it down. And uh, other than that, thank you very much for, for joining us. Ed. This has been fun. Hopefully people enjoy it, enjoy the, the lightheartedness the, of what it Hell is. Hell yeah. I can't believe we did the entire freaking half. We did it, man. We did it. it. And we came out all the wiser. Let's celebrate, man. All right. Thank you very much.